Have you ever thought to yourself, will I ever heal from this trauma that has been thrown upon me because of his betrayal? Will things ever change? Will I ever feel better? Will I ever live a normal life again? Well, beautiful, if you've been asking yourself those questions, today's episode is definitely for you. Last episode, we started a series where we were talking about all things betrayal trauma triggers and how we can start to recover from the trauma that we're experiencing. And as promised, I'm bringing some somatic techniques to you today in this episode to help you on your journey of recovery. This is kind of piggybacking on last week's episode. If you haven't heard it, make sure to go back and listen. So we're going to talk about four somatic technique exercises for healing from trauma. And this is going to be a good one. Get your pen and paper, invite a friend, and let's get to it. Hey beautiful, it's Lisa and this is Beauty Beyond the Trail, the podcast designed for women who want to find hope and healing in the midst of betrayal trauma and loss. Each week I help you navigate the murky waters of betrayal trauma by bringing you insight, wisdom, and ways to overcome the trauma and loss that you've experienced. I help you explore ways to heal, recover, and redesign your life the way you desire it to be. One that is lived passionately, out loud, on purpose, full of impact, joyful, and free, the way God intended it to be. I also bring in all things Jesus because he's the one who ultimately brings us into our healing and freedom from betrayal trauma. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and focus on yourself for the next few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life redesigned. Welcome back, beautiful. I'm so glad you're here today. So let's jump into it. I'm really excited about today's episode because I wanted to share with you some techniques to help you in your journey of recovery. Because I know that for those of you who've been journeying in this for a while, you might be still stuck in that flight, fight, and freeze mode, which is not a great place to be stuck, by the way. Or you might just be finding out and you are really in that, you've been thrown for a loop, you're like over the top, uh, traumatized, overwhelmed, and don't know what in the world you can do. So today is going to really help you with that. So ladies, you know, trauma can live inside of your mind and your body. Trauma is not something that just is around us. It actually affects us at a deep level. It does change the synopsis within the brain. It kind of rewires your brain when you've been traumatized and it affects the body to where it goes into a state of dysregulation. It affects your nervous system, your immune system, your organs get sick, you start getting into what I call dis-ease. We know it as disease, but I call it dis-ease. Your body is not in a state of ease anymore. It's upheaved. So working on releasing these holds may actually help you heal from the traumatic event of betrayal trauma. Now, healing from trauma while challenging, I want you to know is very possible. Yes and amen. And somatic techniques may be just what you need to help you. If you're working on resolving the trauma, 
reaching out to a therapist, a counselor, or a trauma-informed coach, a professional who specializes in somatic therapy, somatic experiencing is another way to call it, uh, somatic techniques, this may help you heal. But if it isn't possible for you right now, and I know some of you listening might might not have a coach, you might not have a counselor or a therapist who is certified in this. And if not, I wanted to give you a four different practices, a few of them that you can do at home based upon this therapeutic approach. So by tuning into your body sensations, you can now release the traumatic energy that's been pent up inside of you and causing you to feel like you're absolutely going crazy. Beautiful, let me assure you, you're not. This is a trauma response and the trauma is pent up inside of you. And we need to release that within the, within the mind to let it go and in the body. So can somatic therapy or what we call somatic experiencing, somatic techniques, can it really help with trauma? Yes and amen. <laughs> there are a few therapeutic approaches for healing from trauma and we're going to kind of discuss a few today. So beautiful somatic therapy and I, I'm going to let you know that I'm going to interchange this. Um, it, it's called somatic therapy sometimes, somatic experiencing, somatic techniques or the, the actual exercises you do. It's kind of interchangeable. So let's you'll hear me use both terms today. So somatic therapy or aka somatic experiencing was originally developed by Dr. Peter Levine in the late 1970s. And it was conceptualized as an alternative to other trauma-focused therapies because sometimes there are other trauma-focused trauma therapies that just aren't effective for everyone. They might work for a few, but they might not work for you and might not work for me. Well, he developed this technique and it has been amazing on how it is really helping those who have experienced betrayal trauma to now release that trauma and start to live again, to start to move into a healthy state once again. Somatic experiencing may allow you to revisit the trauma without recalling specific events and emotions. And I know that a lot of times when we revisit it, boy, does it come like a tsunami wave, right? Well, this can help you in recalling it without that overwhelm, without that crushing wave coming upon you. You see, when you practice these body focus exercises, you focus on physical sensations instead of the thoughts and emotions as you do in talk therapy. Now, hear me out on this. There's nothing wrong with talk therapy. Talk therapy is good and I think it is needed. And I think that when you couple the two together, when you either have a coach or a counselor or a therapist, one that's trauma-informed, and then they've also been certified in somatic techniques, then they can actually meld the two together. 
you can talk it through so you can be coached through and you can then bring in the somatic techniques and it's almost two sides to the coin or the best of both worlds <laughs> and so this really helps those who have been working with other techniques but haven't really experienced a release yet you see when trauma is trauma is actually when it's uh, too much brought to your body at once it's when too much has been just inundating your nervous system thus your nervous system can't really process it so somatic experiencing kind of helps you to alleviate the overwhelm to the nervous system so that now that system can process the trauma at a better level. Let me put it to you this way. It's kind of like eating a big burger, like a big burger meal, let's say, and not fully digesting it. But then you turn around and you eat another big meal and then another big meal and your body is just not digesting properly. And it can feel like this huge brick in the pit of your stomach and it makes you feel ill. Well, the body does not digest what has happened and instead... We stuff our feelings, numb out, and deny reality when we've suffered betrayal trauma. It's the same as eating that big meal and continuing to eat but never digest. When you've been thrown trauma because of betrayal and, and it has inundated your body, um, it's like, whoa, back up. I, I can't process this. Like, this is too much for me. I don't know what to do with this. And all of a sudden, the trauma keeps coming because you, it might be dripping. The truth might be dripping out in little drips. I call it the drip technique, where they tell you a little bit and then later on tell you a little bit more. And it traumatizes you more and more and more. Then you start to stuff your feelings. Then you choose to numb out because it's so overwhelming. Or you deny the reality itself. In some cases... Talking about trauma without adequate support or talking it out with like a, a counselor, a therapist, or a trauma-informed coach, you know, if they don't understand somatic techniques, if they're not trauma-informed and they're talking you through the trauma, you might enter into what I call re-traumatization. I think that's the word. <laughs> where you're re-traumatized over and over again because it's like you're reliving it by talking it through all the time. While somatic work offers the body time and space to complete whatever it needed to do at the time that it didn't get to do when the trauma was thrown on you. So somatic work is a great technique to enter into when you're dealing with PTSD, betrayal trauma, things of that nature. Somatic experiencing also helps you realize if you've been stuck in that fight, flight, or freeze response. This is where you're fighting for your life. You know, you just feel like you've got to just keep your dukes up, you know, and just fight for every little breath you have. Or you, you feel like the flight is where you feel like you just need to just run and just get away to protect yourself. Or the freeze response is where you are so 
overwhelmed, that you're frozen and you are paralyzed and can't do anything. Well, this could lead to symptoms of chronic stress in addition to those linked to the trauma. It can cause your body to get dysregulated. It can cause disease within your body. It can make you extremely sick, depressed. It can bring about mental issues and many other things. And one of the main goals of somatic experiencing is to develop a mind-body connection. And it's also to increase your ability to regulate your emotions. Now, I don't know about you, but my emotions, when I first found out and I was first traumatized and then re-traumatized for an entire year, over and over and over again, my emotions were all over the place. And I felt like I could not get a hold of them. My emotions felt like a wild bronc that was trying to be broken. You know, they had they had taken me out of the wild, they put me in a cage, and they were saddling me with, you know, a saddle, and they were trying to break my spirit. And that's what my emotions felt like to me. Well, beautiful, if that's the way you're feeling, then somatic experiencing just might be what you need in order to help you regulate your emotions so that you don't feel like you're all over the place. You know, emerging research suggests that somatic therapy can be effective for people who've experienced trauma. There was a 2017 study in which 63 people found that somatic experiencing helped relieve symptoms of PTSD and depression. Now that I'm excited about. So let's really quick talk about the impact of trauma in your life so you'll understand this more. If you've experienced trauma, then you may develop some of the following symptoms or challenges that I'm going to tell you really quick. You could have excessive crying, irritability, anger, fearfulness. Maybe you're suffering from flashbacks or replaying the experience over and over in your mind. You're having trouble sleeping. You're dealing with insomnia, vicious nightmares. Maybe you've kind of gotten into alcohol or drug use as a way to cope. Some of your physical symptoms may be stomach pain, headaches. You may have unexplained aches and pains throughout your body, chronic fatigue. Maybe you're suffering from hypervigilance where you're on edge all the time, waiting for something bad to happen. Or you might find out that you're jumpy. You know, you every little sound or anything can make you jump. You have excessive sweating or a racing heart. You're suffering from anxiety or panic attacks. These are signs and symptoms and challenges that have developed due to the fact that you're experiencing trauma because of the betrayal. So is there something you can do? Can you practice somatic experiencing in order to alleviate some of this? Yes, you can, beautiful, and I want to help you with that. But first, I want to let you know that it's highly recommended that you start somatic experiencing with the help of someone who's trained in it, whether it's a coach, a therapist, or a counselor, someone who's uh, betrayal trauma-informed or somatic uh, experiencing certified. Um, this is one of the things that I wanted to make sure I, I did. You know, I my background is pastoral counseling, 
for many, many years. And then I extended that to go into uh, trauma-informed and then extended the certification into somatic techniques and experiencing because I wanted, not just for myself, because I experienced the trauma from betrayal, but to be able to help my clients at a deeper level. So this is something that you can do, but we also recommend you to start with someone who is informed in this because this can help you customize your approach to your specific trauma, to your emotions and symptoms. And it also feels a lot safer in the beginning when unexpected emotions are starting to come up. And according to Peter Levine, Someone who is trained and focused on creating a safe space for you is exactly what you need. However, when you start this with your coach or therapist um, and you've been doing it for a long time, there needs to be a time where you can segue and do this on your own and your coach or therapist or counselor needs to be teaching you these somatic exercises so that you can feel totally safe to do these on your own. This is important so that you can practice them at home when you need to. So what are they? Well, today I'm going to share four with you so that you can practice yourself. But again, beautiful, I recommend you reach out to someone who can help you get started with this to get you on the way properly. So let's look at the first one. The first one is grounding. Now, grounding exercises help you center and anchor yourself to the present moment. You know, sometimes when the trauma is fierce and we are in a panic mode, it's almost like we have an out-of-body experience and it's like we're not in the present moment. We might be in the past, you know, reliving all of this and we need to reground ourselves to bring us back into the present moment. This helps us take our mind off of the past events that are actually causing you the distress to begin with. Now, grounding may be particularly helpful if you're experiencing flashbacks, anxiety, disassociation symptoms, uh, panic attacks. So here are a few grounding techniques that you can try at home. Now I would suggest get your pen and paper out and write these down and try them at home. They're great exercises to use to reground yourself. One that I particularly absolutely love is to take myself outside and to take my shoes off and to put my toes in the grass and just feel the earth beneath your feet. You know, God created this earth for us. He gave it to us as a place for us to live and to enjoy. And so to take yourself and to plant your feet on God's creation and just stand there and feel it between your toes and to bring yourself into the moment and thank him for the beautiful nature and creation around you is extremely grounding. Notice the wind as it blows against your face. Listen to the sounds of the birds. Look around at the trees as they sway as the wind blows. Look up to the beautiful sky and the clouds and the blueness. 
just reground you in the creation that God has given to you. Another one is to start uh, by running cold water over your hands, whether it's your bathroom or your kitchen. Run, run some water over your hands. Start with the cold water and focus on how that feels, how it feels on each part of your hand, from your nails all the way up to your wrist. And then switch it to warm water and focus on how that sensation changes on your hands. And do this for a few moments, allowing the water to just wash over you and to bring a calm. Another way is to move your body in ways that are very comfortable to you. Now, here are a few. This could be jumping up and down. Now, you know, there are the small little trampolines that a lot of people have indoors, and you can jump on those. And, you know, there's something about just doing that that is very calming. <laughs> so this is might, might be something that you do. You know, one of my sisters... She does biblical dance or Hebraic dance, and, and she turns on worship music, and she just allows her body to go into worship through dance unto the Lord, and it's a beautiful experience to do that. You might want to turn on music and just sway to it in worship to God. Maybe it's jogging in place for you, doing yoga or stretching. One of my great things is to go to the gym five days a week. I'm a weightlifter. I just got back into it five weeks ago, and I love it. I would have been doing it long ago, but unfortunately was dealt with COVID and had to be released from that. Now that I'm back in it, it is really keeping me grounded, and it feels fabulous. Another way is to focus on your breathing while you control how you inhale and then you exhale. Now you can do this standing or you can do this seating, seated, but you start by inhaling to a count of four and then holding it for about three seconds and then exhaling for another count of four. You could also repeat what you consider a happy word after each inhalation. For example, you inhale and say the word peace and then exhale. Or you inhale and say the word happy and then exhale. Whatever it is for you. But breathing calms you and it brings your heart level back down and it lowers your blood pressure. And it also brings your brain back in balance. So this is a good technique to do. Another one is to tense and relax different parts of your body. For example, press your feet against the ground as hard as you can for a few seconds. Go ahead. Do it. Do it right now. Okay. <laughs> now, release the pressure and notice how your feet feel. Now you can also, let's say, squeeze the arms of your chair that you're in as tightly as you can and then slowly relax and let go. Now for those of us who lift weights, <laughs> this is where you can like show a little bicep, you know, the little guns on the arms and you can squeeze them real tight and then you can let them go and notice how that feels. You can do this with different parts of your body, tense and then relax tense and then relax. Again, it is a part of regrounding yourself. 
Okay, the second one. This is called sourcing and visualization. Now, I'm sorry, resourcing and visualization. Resourcing is about tuning in to specific body sensations that may be the opposite of what you're experiencing in the moment. And um, basically what you're doing here is you're focusing on creating a safe sensation in your mind and in your body so that it'll relieve some distress. So here's some ways to do this. Create a safe place in your mind. Close your eyes and visualize a place where you feel very, very safe. For me, there is an actual place on Daniel Island in the Charleston, South Carolina area called Smythe Park. It is a beautiful place that I have gone to throughout the many, many years where I sit and I talk to God. I focus on his creation. I just listen for him. I worship him there. And it's just a safe place for me. It is an extremely safe place. And if I can't get there in person, then I can close my eyes and I can picture myself sitting in my spot in Smythe Park. And I can see the water billowing in the lake. I can see the trees moving as the wind shifts. I can hear the different birds and see the fish as they jump out of the water. This is a safe place. Maybe for you, it's about different colors and smells and textures. Wherever your safe place is that you can develop in your mind, uh, focus on how comfortable you feel there. Another one is think about people you care about that make you feel at peace. You could start by looking at photographs of them or focusing on specific memories that you share together. You know, in my office, I have pictures all around. I have pictures of my parents who passed away many years ago. I have pictures of my sisters, um, of my kids, my grandkids, my husband, just different pictures in my office of people that I love, that I care about, that when I need to really uh, visualize and focus to, re to reground myself and to alleviate stress, I'll look around at the pictures. I also, in my home, have a huge family wall as you walk in, and it goes all the way up to the ceiling. And it's all the family members throughout the years. It also has different things and pictures of different places I've been. And when I really, really need to alleviate stress and want to recall specific memories that have been near and dear to my heart, I can go to that wall and just stare at it. Now, your third technique is called self-regulation. Now, Emotional self-regulation is about guiding yourself through your emotions so you can shift gears when they're leading you to feel distressed. And within somatic therapy, self-regulation is all about the nervous system because your nervous system is out of whack. But see, unresolved trauma may lead to dysregulation um, in the nervous system. And this means you're on high alert all the time. In other words, your nerves are whack. <laughs> I 
That's about how I say it, ladies. Your nerves are whacked. (laughs) And in turn, you might react to everyday stress and events in a way that's connected to your past trauma. Something might just set you ablaze And it might not have years ago, but because you've been traumatized by this betrayal, it sets you off. Well, according to the somatic experiencing approach, talk therapy may not always be able to assess this complex body process. Instead, working with your physical senses could lead you to release and shift these patterns. So here are a few techniques that can help you self-regulate. Here's one. Hug yourself. Yes, beautiful. Give yourself a hug. To do this, just cross your arms tight over your chest and squeeze and hug as long as you need. Here's another one. With your hand in a cupping motion, and I'm sorry, a cupping position, start to tap your body all over from your feet to your head. It's called a cupping technique. Do this throughout your body. And then another one that I love to use is called a tapping technique. And this is where you take your index finger and um, your middle finger, (laughs) and then you put those two together and there's a little place right over your heart, underneath that shoulder blade, right over your heart area. And then you wanna find a tender area. And I just start tapping in that area and there's something about it that calms my nerves and starts to regulate you tapping is a great thing to help you regulate and one other one number four that i want to share with you today technique is called body scans now there's a therapist candela brower who describes body scans as an active meditation that may help you relax. And here's how to practice it. You start by getting comfortable, possibly in a seated position, and you close your eyes. Now, you start by focusing in on your lower body and notice how your feet feel on the floor. And then start As you're moving up your body, visualize slowly moving your attention to your ankles and then your knees, your thighs, and then your pelvis. Notice your temperature, the pressure. Is there any tension in any of those body parts? Are there any other sensations as you move up your body? When you feel a point of tension, Let's say it's in your calves. You notice that tension. Take a deep breath and exhale as you release it. And do this until you feel that body part relax and then move on to the next one. And when you finish with the lower body, then do the same for the upper body. And for most of us who have been through trauma or are still in trauma, we notice that the chest, when we get to the chest, that where the heart and the lungs are, we usually are extremely tense. That's where taking a deep breath and exhaling it slowly and then seeking to release that tension and letting that go, it's amazing how that will help you 
Do that for your stomach, your heart, your lungs. And then finally, focus in on your neck and your head and your face. By doing that, you're releasing, it's a body scan, and you're releasing tension throughout the entire body. So let's give a little recap here. Somatic therapy or somatic experiencing may help you manage the symptoms of trauma and chronic stress. And although some somatic experiencing can be done on your own, like we talked about today in some of these techniques, to truly benefit from this approach, it's highly recommended that you work with a coach or a counselor or a therapist who understands somatic experiencing. And if you don't have one, beautiful, reach out to me. I have put below in the show notes the link to schedule your free call with me. I do it for every client that I speak to. We always go with a free call first because I want to see if it's a good fit for you and a good fit for me. But utilize that free call. Let's jump on together. Let's talk about where you are in your journey. Let's talk about some of these techniques you ta- you heard today. And then let's develop your roadmap to get you to where you desire to be. Now, I want to end with one little bonus technique to help you release some of your tension. For those of you who have furry little friends, whether it's a dog or a cuddly little kitty, One of the best things that I have found is when I'm experiencing trauma or when I'm just dysregulated, I grab my furry little girl, she hops up in my lap and I squeeze her close and just pet her. And it's amazing how my body starts to calm, the nerves are at ease, and I can breathe again. That's your bonus, beautiful. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed today's episode, ladies. I know it was a little long, but I really wanted to share with you these four techniques that could help you with somatic experiencing to help you on your journey. Again, schedule your free call with me. Let's jump on. Let's talk about how we can move you forward and really release that trauma once and for all. Hey, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, something really hit you in one of the moments, or you were inspired to take the next step in your healing, reach out to me and by all means, leave a review. This is the highest compliment I can receive. And make sure to screenshot this episode. Share us out on IG and Facebook stories. Tag me at Beauty Beyond Betrayal Podcast. And I'll give you a huge shout out as well. And if you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and redesign your life and relationships in the way you desire them to be, hit me up in the DM. I would love to hear from you and connect. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of all circumstances that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.